What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Spencer Podcast. We are in episode number 60. What's up? Three here today with Mr. Parker Rep. What's up, man? That's me. What's up? Um, Nothing much. I just got done with some of my work. I still have some work left, but it's a nice little podcast during the middle of the day. I think it's good to have a little bit of a breakup when you, not a breakup, but a, a, oh. a little midday break where you're able to get away from doing computer work. And I like walking outside. That was a good walk this morning. Yeah. Yeah. I needed some, some exercise. I feel like uh, this new setup is really good. If you're watching on YouTube, we have the racing simulator in the office now. Yeah. Can you see in the camera? I don't know if you I can. I think it's, I have my but foot on it. It's right here. Right is next it? to a spancer. It's right here. It's uh, going to be fun and I think a big distraction. <laughs> yeah. I haven't even played it yet, but I think I might have to after I post. I think so too. I, I set a rule that you have to have all your work drafted for the day and then you can go on the sim and do a couple laps. So we'll have this, but after work and I mean, even if you want to come set lap times in the morning, George will be here at 4 a.m. I know he's just ripping the Nürburgring. Yeah, George is over there. Um, he He's obsessed with the sim. He really likes it. Uh, he was playing at Nate's house and Nate has like a very similar setup and he finally got pretty good at it and now he's just... He loves Laguna Seca and the Aventura SV. Just ripping the corkscrew at flat out. Yeah, flat out <laughs> is all he knows. That's the only Great. way to go. Speaking of flat out, uh, today's episode has been sponsored by Redline 360. We want to say a huge thank you once again to Redline 360. They're a automotive website where Parker and I have both gotten parts from their website for my previous E90 and for Parker's previous E92, where they sell everything from sway bars to brake fluid to maintenance, everything you need that you could imagine. And if you search M3 or BMW on their website, there's over 500 parts that they have for that car, whether Crazy. it's aftermarket or you're trying to just replace your fluid. And they're adding parts every single day. Um, they also have everything for the track. If you're trying to get like a helmet or you're wanting to get, I know Parker wants to get those socks, those fire retardant socks. I need the fire retardant socks, and uh, I want a full suit for the sim, <laughs> because you can never be too safe. You never know if the TV is going to explode or something. I think that's very, very reasonable, but they have everything you could imagine for multiple cars, whether it's an import or it's a German car, um, anything that you, literally every part in the world, and they have a huge choice of BC coilovers, which is something that I've seen a lot of people run, and they have it for, uh, you know, for guys like me who are looking for a really good resource to find everything for your car and make it very easy to do. So thank you Redline360 for sponsoring this episode. Thanks Redline. So today's topic, we're going to be talking about one thing that I think is really cool that uh, Parker had picked up his E46 M3 a while ago and he had a chance to drive my F80. Mm -hmm. Take it away, man. Let's hear about your experience driving it. Yeah, I posted a, a photo last night on it and it's a totally different car, but what I was really surprised about which I have driven an F80 before, um, but not on the street. It was like some BMW performance experience um, out in Palm Springs. But driving Spencer's made me realize just how um, how the F80 is just a, such a well-rounded car. So everything from like the acceleration, the brakes, handling, it's all really good. And then it also has like the luxuries. So it has the really good sound system, it's a comfortable ride when you want it to be because it has different modes and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I can't think of like m many bad things about it. People say like the electric steering is one and then maybe the sound. Yeah. But that's about it. Um, 
I mean, there's there's so much that when I when I posted the car and the last couple of days, I've had so many people messaging me saying, "Hey, what's your opinion on the car versus an E92?" Yeah, I'm like, I got to make like ten videos for that because there's yeah. so much I can talk about now that I think a lot of people don't realize is you know having a firsthand experience on owning each platform will give you such a better understanding because i used to be like oh i don't want an f80 why would i buy that yeah and then oh the sound is bad or it has this and then once i bought the car i started reversing everything i said i'm like i should not have judged this car in any kind of way but one thing that i think intrigued me the most is that you said when you got back into your e46 m3 you really i feel like you almost said you appreciated it more because you had like a whole new awakening yeah. with it i think i appreciated certain aspects of my car more like the steering is one i think the e46 steering just feels so natural and it's hydraulic and they just got it so right in that car um so that's something i really appreciated i really appreciate the uh the instant throttle response in my car because mm -hmm. it's really fast in your f80 but it still has that turbo lag yeah just a little bit mm -hmm. um but in my car it's literally like every little percentage changes the the throttle mm. so that's what i really like about it because it's immediate yeah and that's what makes it feel fast if it if it didn't have that like immediate acceleration i don't think it would feel as fast as it does um but yeah there was just a lot of other things that i appreciate about my car you know i like the size a lot it's a very small car it's super small yeah. especially like compared to an f80 or yeah. something or like some of the new g series bmws they're mm -hmm. huge for a three series like, they're really big cars even the m2 is pretty big like it's not that small of a car and they weigh a lot so i really like the size of an e46 i really want to get an e30 never driven one of those so yeah. if anyone watching has an e30 can I, drive, <laughs> can I drive it i loved my e30 when i built that thing i had it was so nice once i put a cage and suspension and um i had sparco seats in it and it just felt so nimble but the car was tiny yeah like it was really small um and you like we were just saying you know with the the body size difference you feel it when you drive when i got in the F80 and I started taking a couple corners, you start to really feel how heavy the car is. You start to realize it's a big car. Yeah. So these cars, I think, need to be slammed with really stiff suspension uh, to really get the most experience I want out of it, which is track driving. Mm. Um, otherwise, you're going to be, you know, you're floating on a cloud. And I, I heard, if someone in the comments can confirm this down below, is that the competition version of the F80 M3 is, like, miserable. Because mm. people, really, I think it has upgraded suspension. And they say that the comfort mode is the equivalent of Sport Plus in my car. Uh, That's what yeah. I've heard. And then beyond that, it's probably even crazier. So I don't I don't know. I don't really know the difference between a, a normal F80. Mine has executive package, which is right under competition. And then I don't know what the differences are with competition. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah it's interesting. It's also like, I think the wheelbase is really long on the, or longer than yeah. like my car. So that helps too with handling and like the ride and how it soaks up bumps. True. Yeah. I mean, I, I put it in, I, I programmed my M1 to be full comfort and then my M2 to be full sport, which I just did yesterday, the day before. And I was driving on the freeway with you guys coming back from Malibu and um, the M1 was great. Like it's comfortable. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely like floaty. It feels good. The steering wheel feels a little bit more assisted than normal, but um I have to, I realized that my whole life I've never driven a car until I went to the track with the E92. Yeah. I've, I've, I've driven cars on the street, but yeah, I've never really driven a car hard until the E92. And now I'm like, no, there's, I haven't even gotten 35% yet with this F80. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're so, 
They're so capable, and that's like that's another thing that I really notice about it is the brakes are crazy. Yeah, and for example, uh, the guys at Apex Nurberg or Nurburgring. Um, oh, Robert. Yeah, Robert Mitchell. Mm-hmm. They have the F eighty two M four taxi rental, the one that's wide body. No, I think it's the white one, the one that Robert Kubica, oh, yeah. uh, took around the, the F one around the ring, and it was mm-hmm. just crazy. That has stock brake calipers and rotors. Really, so it just has pads and fluid upgrade. That's Misha's video that got four million views, right? Yeah. Wow, I'm I, almost certain. I could be wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong, but <laughs> I know. I think sure. Robert watches these, so he'll let us know. <laughs> yeah, because I don't like. I don't think they really need a BBK upgrade unless you're like really going crazy. But that being said, I don't think the Nurburgring is that crazy on the brakes either yeah i don't i don't know where the a lot of braking zones i mean from the track from the the sim i know but i'm curious to know and the the funniest thing is i want to give a shout out to my friend um, i believe his name's aaron he is the main reason why i bought i'd say 80 percent reason um m3 rensport he's on instagram he has a laguna seca blue individual f80 m3 and i have a picture of his car um on my vision board and hung up outside of my my door or inside of my door in my house where I see it every day, he reached out to me this morning and um, we were talking, he, he congratulated me. And we had plans last year to go to the Nürburgring and actually go on the track. But the, the crazy thing is he just got back to me this morning and he says, when you come out here, you can drive my car. Oh wow! I have a DM like, th- like literally 45 minutes ago That'd and I'm crazy. like, oh my God, his car is Team Shermer built fully. And that's what I wanna replicate here in the US. That's like the ultimate goal. Yeah, I think there's a lot of good parts, but I think what you should focus on is more like the suspension. Um, yeah, definitely. Like, I think you should do all, like I know Fall Line has a lot of good parts. Um, doing all the like camber arms and yeah. bushings. I would start doing some monoball bushings because that helps with deflection. And that's something I'm going to do on my car mm-hmm. as well. You don't get as much deflection as like rubber bushings. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the F80 already has a lot of, good things like i think the the rear subframe is solid mounted oh, so that's cool. why you get such a good feeling from the rear end mm-hmm. um so much confidence from it so yeah there's definitely a lot to look into and if you're gonna get serious about tracking it and i think all those little suspension arms like are really important yeah i think so too i the night the night before I bought my F80 or took delivery. I searched on YouTube, um, like F80 track setup and F80 track cars. And this guy, uh, blues clues M3 came up and he has an F80 M3. His name's Gabe. And I told him, I, I told you, I showed you guys, I showed my mom, mm-hmm. I showed Sophie. And then I, he was the only other person, maybe like three or four other people I showed before I actually bought the car. And he gave me, um, some really good advice on kind of what to do. And, his videos only get, you know, 300, 400 views, which is, it's cool that he gets views like that, but he provided me so much value of information. Yeah. He reviewed like AR1s. He he had reviewed a- A052s that I had, the Advan tires. I had those two. They were amazing. And then he went over like how he fit 315 square on his yeah. car. And it showed all the suspension parts. He showed the fitment uh, and it, it taught me so much more. So once again, I mean, if, if you're listening right now and you have an F80 M3 and you know a lot about these cars, I bought this blinded. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I know the E90X setups. I know good stuff with that. But what I'd like to do is push this car, the build, to the next level of figuring out what suspension components are the best to do after, 
you know, <clears throat> excuse me, after driver mod, I want to spend so much time at the track and then figure out how can we get rid of this feeling? How can we, how can we make this the most efficient car to go faster around the track? So that's the approach I'm taking rather than how loud can we make it? Yeah. Yeah. And that stuff is like a lot more rewarding as a driver because, you know, you can do the fun parts like intake and cool, uh, cosmetic stuff and a new exhaust. But I think if you really care about the driving experience, doing suspension and tires and stuff is really, really important, which is what I've tried to like focus on with my car so far. It came with a lot of good stuff, but I want to do some more monoball bushings. Yeah. Your car has so much potential. I love how your car sounds. Yeah. I love it. You heard it for the first time outside yesterday, right? Yeah, that's the first video I've heard. Man, we got to do a lot yeah. more. That car sounds amazing. The craziest thing is, is that you can break this down. How does this work? Why is it quieter at the top end? <laughs> I don't know. So it's it's loud, like up to 4K. And then once you get past five, right, it's just quiet. Yeah. And what's funny, we were just talking about Gabe. He sold me this exhaust. Dude, that's so, yeah, that's which so is, trippy. Which is funky. <laughs> I literally drove down to Oceanside to go grab it from him. I asked Parker. I'm like, hey, do you know this guy, uh, Blues Clues M3? And Parker's like, yeah, I bought a an exhaust from like no yeah. no way of course i just watched nine hours of this guy and parker knows yeah. him <laughs> yeah yeah he's like a local what guy he's, he's around so uh he went to super sprint he got the super sprint race muffler and he sold me his status group v1 muffler which is not super common most people go for the scza or scorza i think that's how you pronounce it Do all these e46 guys know what that is yeah they'll know <laughs> clueless yeah um so i decided to just try it out because he gave me a really good deal on it um, and I installed it and my car has Euro headers already on it. Oh and yeah. Then everything else is stock. So what are Euro headers? Euro headers. So basically the European version of the E46 M3 came with, uh, just normal headers that don't have cats in them. Oh, the U S okay. version has cats in them. And so the European car has cats in a different section of the exhaust, kind of like an E92 M3, how it's in the mid. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. like that. Um, so it's just restructured setup. Yeah. It, so it's like, it fits like o, an OEM part, okay. but it just doesn't have cats in it. So hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. So my car is catless and has that muffler on it and it sounds like very, uh, very deep, um, down low. But then when you get, get up in the revs, it kind of smooths out and you almost like can't hear it where you hear more engine sound and intake sound. So it's. It's interesting because from the outside, I guess it's the same. Yeah. I mean, you were next to me at the stoplight and we drove for like eight blocks, literally parallel to each other. And I was just, I was just listening. And when you go from a start, it's loud. It has a deep, deep sound to it. And we, yeah. you know, Parker, you brought this up too. I think the same thing. It sounds like an RB motor, like RB26. Yeah, it has that like classic, I mean, it is an inline six. So it's similar, very similar, yeah. but has that classic, like one, like, I don't even know how to describe it, but it's not super raspy or anything. It's higher pitch. Yeah, it's higher pitch, but then it also has like this deep um, like bass to it. Yeah, I feel like that setup you have is uh, not as raspy and metallic-y as yeah, what most, most E46s sound like. Yeah. But I like I like the sound that your car has. Do you like the style of the muffler? Um. Yeah, I like it. I don't really like the tips that much. Oh, yeah. Honestly, it was such a good deal. Like, it was just something to put on the car. Yeah. Because I most most mufflers are like a thousand bucks. Just I paid, for the muffler. And I paid a couple hundred. So Yeah. So you got a great deal on that. So it was kind of a no brainer. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm a big fan of that car. I just think one of the biggest pieces of conversation that we had, um, our friend Tio, he works for Formula Drift. He came with us to this car show we went to in Malibu yesterday. I got pulled over too. It sucked. But we were talking about the the one of the biggest factors that comes into play when you buy a car is for car guys, the experience of what what makes you want to spend between you know $10,000 to a million dollars on a car. The biggest thing for me would be obviously, first of all, the driving experience overall, but then the factors that come behind that would be like the seating position, the sound of the engine, the mods mm -hmm. you can do. There's so many things that come in there, but when you look at the uh, side of the sound of the car, how how much does that dictate your your purchase? Like how much does that dictate what you want to buy? Yeah. I mean, the sound I think is important just cause it's kind of like part of that emotional thing. Yeah. Um, but I also drove my, my M3 for like five or six months with just the headers on it and the stock muffler. And it sounded terrible. <laughs> it was like really quiet and it had that metallic rasp to it. Um, but I was still really enjoying the car and then getting exhaust is just like enhance that enjoyment. Um, so I, th I think it's important, but I've never had like something like an S65 out of the, the E92 M3, which is like a beautiful sounding yeah. engine. So I don't think it's like super important to me. It's more about the feel for yeah. me and like how confident I feel in the car because going from the 335 to the M3 was like a game changer. Mm -hmm. M cars are just a different breed. They feel so sturdy in the corners and they never feel like unpredictable. Um, and, you know, they come come from the factory with an LSD um, and just better, like, suspension geometry than the non-M cars. So, yeah, I really like it, and I don't see myself getting rid of it anytime soon. I, I just want to keep building it up, but, of course, it's expensive. So, <laughs> Yeah, it's tough. I mean, we, we love partnering with certain companies out there on our build. Uh, and as we grow and get bigger on social platforms, we like to be... I like to be a higher quality role model of showing, okay, this is what you can do for a budget price. And this is what you can do on the top tier of it, where that was when I got into doing the BBS E88s, the A052s, the Eventuri air intake and the plenum and the whole kit. And it was really fun to experience like the car at top tier level. Cause then yeah. you really appreciate it. Then you look at people like Brett Slicer, where he built out, you know, a, I don't know, $150,000 E92. Yeah. With carbon fiber door cards and radio delete and OEM M3 GTS roll cage, you know, like that is different level. Yeah. That's different breed. But that's the kind of stuff that I like to look at is why did you hard mount your wing and your trunk with these certain bolts? Like that yeah. interests me tremendously, but that's a, yeah. that's a different level, man. Yeah. I, I hope when I have that level of money, I'll still be doing the same thing to these cars. I think like, you will be, dude. Just building crazy E46 M3s. <laughs> that, like basically like, or hopefully I could be able to take it to someone like Shermer, Team Shermer, yeah. you know? Well, who's, um, is it Captain Gas Rank with the two E46s? Yeah, his are really George, sweet. you love that guy, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> they have, uh, he has a uh, Grigio Telesto, or is it Gray? E46 M3? Yeah, I think it's Nardo. Nardo, Nardo Gray, yeah. And he has an S65 swapped in it, E88s, the GTS wing. I mean, that thing is, that's a different level of breed. But I think yeah, seeing that... Crazy. I think we will both be doing the exact same thing. The crazy thing is that I've discovered recently is that when we were in Malibu yesterday, 
Malibu and Los Angeles is the mecca of exotic cars. And same with Orange County. And I remember when I worked at Lamborghini and Bugatti, those cars were so crazy to see. When I go to these car shows now, I'm trying to pick out the modified S14. I'm trying to pick out... Yeah. Um, we, George and I, we were walking around, we saw an E46 M3 on E92 M3 wheels. And George knew the code to the wheel. And it was just cool to me that that was so much more meaningful than being like, oh, look at that new SVJ. Cool. Like, I appreciate yeah. it, but... I posted a video of a pista and everyone's like, look at the S2000. It's a CR2 or whatever the, the code name is for yeah. it. And I like that. I think that's cool. I think when there's like actual builds and like, even if it is, it's, it's really hard to build out like a Lamborghini. Yeah. SVJ you can't do much. Because you can't really do much. Cause they're already such like high tier, but if anyone has money, they can just buy that. But yeah, if you have a fully built out E92 M3 or something like that, um, with all these unique parts on it, that takes a lot of knowledge and skill and research behind. And I think it's so much, it's just so much more interesting to be able to talk to owners about their car when they have all these crazy stories behind it. Um, Do you have a certain E92 that you, you really like a lot that you can think of like any guy uh, on Instagram or YouTube or anything you've, you've studied or watched? Mm. Cause I, like I said, I've always admired Brett and also, Shermer and like seeing Robert Mitchell break down his his code car. I don't know what the code name is for it, but it, I've learned so much from it. Yeah, I I can't think of. There's like a couple different ones that are like Nurburgring track tools. Yeah. Um, I I really like Ashton's car. Oh yeah, Ashton's car is really nice. Um, I like how he. The main thing that like sticks out of me is just like how it looks. I love the mm -hmm. wing he has on it. I love how the the hood vents are painted. The body yeah. color, I think it's so cool. He has like the the front lip on it, and then he has TEs on it. I think that's a really clean one. Um, I heard a rumor he just got new wheels. Oh, really? Yeah, I can't tell you who told me though, but everyone can probably oh. guess. <laughs> it was yeah. Pate, actually. He told me. Oh, yeah, he kind of let Snitch. it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like his a lot. Um, I follow a good amount of. Oh, what's his name? I think it's like Red M3 or Clean. If E88's on it, he just got him? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That guy's car. I mean, I love Melbourne Red. Yeah. It's like probably one of my... I Red in general is like one of my favorite colors. Um, George, what's one of your favorite uh, OEM BMW colors? Because I know you're obsessed with... Amola Red. He loves Amola Red. It's because he, he's got Amola Red Performante on his desk. <laughs> yep. Dakar. Yeah, Amola Red's nice. Um, I'm all Interlagos. That's all me all day. Estoro Blue. On an E46. That's They're a, so rare. That's an E36 color, right? Yeah, it was on yeah. an E36. I know too. a girl in San Diego that has an e, a E46 in Estrol Blue. Really? OEM, yeah. Is it an M3? Yes. Wow. Yeah, she's in Del Mar, Oceanside, yeah. Her and her boyfriend are super into BMWs. She's selling it? <laughs> I want that. I don't know. Do a straight trade with her. I found like one for sale like in the oh. past year. They're nowhere. Like no one really has them. It's hard. The paint to sample ones are crazy. There's, um, there's that guy m3 gts uh out in the east coast and he has the baby blue m4 gts he just bought a dakar yellow sorry dakar yellow e92 m3 uh he's actually going to be selling me i think a gts splitter oh really yeah he has one that he bought that he didn't use so i think i'm going to pick that up from him that's sweet yeah i think i we like just need to talk to that company in Ozotech tech and run yes. our cars like yes. something crazy yeah because they make some really good um I think it's vinyl. I'm pretty sure. I don't think it's like paint protection film, but yeah, it's like really high quality. So it looks like paint, um, which S tech is actually doing. So 
some of the same oh. stuff. They're making color paint protection films. So maybe we got to talk to Michael. Yeah, we got to um, talk to someone out there because I'm, I'm trying to do Laguna Seca Blue. They yeah. they did that launch video and I follow this girl on TikTok, Shelby. She has a GT4 and they wrapped her car in, I think it's a lighter, uh, sorry, it's a darker blue. I, I remember maritime blue. Yes. And yeah. then the next color they showed in this crazy little like um, bat cave, they showed the replica of laguna seca blue yeah it looks like basically and identical. i'm like sign Maybe me up a little bit darker but sign me up it's like perfect for what you want that's going to replicate the same one that aaron has at the nurburgring and i'm like dude these these look like paint they yeah. look like legitimate paint so i'm yeah. i'm probably gonna go that route well what would you wrap your car um is there anything in particular that you'd want to do no i'm super indecisive <laughs> dude um, i am too I'm when it comes way. to like a color i wouldn't want to do like something that looks super factory so i wouldn't do a red because there's red M3s out there. I really kind of like like ice blues. Oh yeah, like um, like that four, that four five eight we saw yesterday. I like that color. Yeah. Maybe even more bluish than mm-hmm. that. I like a light blue like that. Um, so may, maybe something like that. But did you know um, Brady's car was an, a Nozatech wrap? The the oh. beige one. That's why it looks so good. That looked amazing. Yeah. Wow. That's a nose attack. Yeah. I think I did a little bit when I did the feature film with him, but I didn't connect the dots of that was from that company. Yeah. Damn, dude. They make really good wraps. Yeah. They have really that cool. nailed down perfectly. Yeah. Jeez. They did a really oh. good job at their um, marketing videos too. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like a new company. I swear they've only been around for like a year or two. I would say a couple months from what I've seen. I mean, I saw them pop up maybe eight months ago. Yeah. Which is not a couple. That's eight months. but <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. It's the exact same thing. Yeah. Damn, yeah. I, I'm ready to... People keep asking me what the first mod is, and I keep saying that Parker got me a phone mount, and that's mm-hmm. not... That's, that's a mod? I don't know. <laughs> it's a mod. I say it's a mod. <laughs> well, you're, you're technically modifying the car because you're taking yeah. out the dash and it's, you're like shoving that thing in there. It's a useful mod. I think it's... Because you already put the clip on your vent. I'm ruining the vent. And I was like... I know, I know. I was I a little it. bit angry inside. <laughs> I'm sorry. Because I don't want you to ruin your nice vents. I'm I want sorry. you to get that. The Renline one will fix that. I'm excited for that. I love the one you have, and Wendell has it, and I love that setup. That's where I got the idea from. Wendell, shout out oh. to you. Shout out DJ Doug. I get a lot of inspiration from his build. Yeah, because that guy, that guy spends money like it's no other on his builds. But yeah, he does it right. Crazy. He does it the right way. Yeah, I, I, You know, I love Wendell, and I hope he's watching this right now, but bro... Stop posting food. You make me so hungry. He just posted like hash browns, like a pound of hash browns oh, on his yeah, Instagram story. And I'm like, dude, it looks good. It's 11 in the morning, man. I need food. Yeah. I know. I'm jealous of his food food stories. I know. He, just, he should start an Instagram around his food because he eats <laughs> the, the most amazing, most dank food you could imagine yeah. in the world. Oh, I think we have an Amazon package being delivered. Oh, is it for me? I don't uh, oh, no. Oh, no, 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 it's for not them. To us. I, I ordered a, uh, a beard trimmer. Nice. I guess it's for my whole body, actually. <laughs> you get a little manscaping? Yeah, manscaping. Are you doing an ad for them or what? Nah, I'm not going to say who. Nope. Uh, I found it on Redline 360. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, my gosh. Um, and then I ordered some new pants. Nice. Two more pairs of pants, but yeah. I had uh, a couple people reach out that wanted to send care packages to me into the office. And I said, oh. yeah, no problem. So I don't know what's showing up. Uh, I That's think exciting. There's like six people. That sent us stuff. Really? Yeah, there's a lot of people. So we'll be getting packages the next couple of days. Wow. So yeah, but yeah, I, I got pulled over. Uh, you guys will see it on my vlog coming out this week at some point of 
the we someone actually recorded us getting pulled over, but I had Tio in the back seat record the whole conversation. I'm not sure how much I'm going to put in the vlog, um, just because it's not that interesting. But I, I guess there was an issue where they didn't give me my temporary tags, or the tag flew off. I don't, I don't know what happened. And the cop was like, you have to have a temporary tag on your license plate. And I had an RS, which is a registration sticker in the windshield. It's good for 90 days. And the cop should have known that. It was code 4436, uh, good for 90 days. I don't know. I got an email from them and um, from the dealership, and they sorted it out. So that was mm -hmm. why I got pulled over. But it was like we pulled up. I see an X7M or an X7 Alpina. I see Matt Farah. I say what up to him real quick. I'm like, holy crap, it's Matt Farah right there. And then we pull in. And I see all these cars, tons of people taking photos. And then the cop does a U-turn, puts his lights on. I get pulled over in front of everybody, but it made for really good content. So I, I'm excited to see the video. We'll see how it, how it comes out. Yeah. Yeah. That was interesting. But at least you're gonna, you didn't get a ticket. So Yeah. It was a warning. So thankfully. That's good. But yeah, that's going to do it, you guys. It's currently Monday morning and we have a lot to do. But I want to say thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. If you can, thumbs up, subscribe, and we'll see you next time. See ya. See ya.